Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theatre and our sixth episode in the Dog Days of Advent. I am your host, Sir Hector Stewart. Joining me today are Tom Later, Bob McGruff, Jeffrey Ventura, Menchek Majenovic, and the man wielding the red pen, Jay Langjans. An abbreviated cast, to say the least. Hey, Sir Hector, it's gotta be this way. We've had meetings about this. The budget only covers so much. And when I'm paying for everything, I've gotta be the one to put the foot down. I personally like this decision. We should follow it up with more cuts, like the entire cast of this bloody show. Then perhaps I can get shot of the lie. Now you just wait one golden minute. Let me first say, howdy everybody, Tom Later here, and this dried up old hunk of sourdough's Bob. Me, I don't agree with the cost cutting at all. Thank you for your support, Tom. Of course, Sir Hector. How are we going to give the listeners a full egg basket of reviews if and we ain't got the chickens in the hen house? Tom Tovarich, I have no idea what you just say, but I think no Smee is a good thing. And Aronimo? That guy annoys me. His laugh is funny. Also, he dresses like mob boss. Mob boss is bullshit. Menchek's got a point there. Just look at all the room we have in here now with those two security risks gone. But we cut three, Jeffrey. Well, come on. Pierre took up less space than my sidearm here. Fair enough. That's a mighty big piece of artillery you're packing. You mean Matilda here? Yep, nothing like a desert eagle at your side to give a man the warm feeling. He's nothing compared to an RSH-12 that brought to carry. Now that is a real gun. Can make a rival mob boss into a eunuch with one shot. Make your pistol look like toy. Ah, great! Now we sunk to comparing the size of each other's... Gentlemen, please! We must make the best out of this situation and move on. Although, I will admit, it is a nice change not to have my brother here. We may only hope that it stays this way. Mum is going to be telephoning soon, I'm sure. We need to get on with the show. Ahem. The audiobook we're reviewing today is called Johannesburg Cabal, The Necromancer. It was written by John L. Howard and narrated by Christopher Kazanov. And it was produced by Random House. This audiobook was 10 hours and 48 minutes in length. It looks like Jay. I think it's your turn to read us the book jacket. All right, Sir Hector. Hello, everyone. Ahem. Johannes Cabal, a brilliant scientist and notorious snob, is single-mindedly obsessed in heart and soul with raising the dead. Well, perhaps not soul. He hastily sold his years ago in order to learn the laws of necromancy. But now, tormented by a dark secret, he travels into the fiery pits of hell to retrieve it. Satan, who's incredibly bored these days, proposes a little wager. Johannes has one year to persuade 100 people to sign over their souls or he will be damned forever. To make this bet even more interesting, Satan throws in that diabolical engine of deceit, seduction, and corruption known as the Traveling Circus to aid in the evil bidding. What better place exists to rob poor sad saps of their souls than a traveling carnival historically run by hucksters and legendary conmen? With little time to lose, Johannes raises a motley crew from the dead and enlists his brother, Horst, a charismatic vampire, to be the carnival's barker. On the road through the pastoral English countryside, this team of retrobates wields their black magic with masterful ease, resulting in mayhem at every turn. Thank you, Jay. What did you think of the audiobook? 
I thought it was pretty good. The narration was top-notch, great range, lots of contrast. The dialogue was funny and snappy. The necromancer is a great character. It's very dark, but in a comedic way. I thought the way the story was written was slightly annoying, but I was able to get past that. I'll give it to you that it was humorous in spots, and there was some decent dialogue, but the subject matter was utter crap. Total malarkey. Necromancers, bloody nonsense. You, sir, have no taste. The resurrection of the dead is what made this story. He gambles against the devil. Come on, man. Reanimating corpses and my idea taste. It had funny bits, as I said as much, but it didn't compare to the comedy writers out there. At least they didn't need a gimmick to tell their tales. Everybody, you just gotta learn to ignore this polecat. He's nuttier than Aunt Myrtle's pecan pie. He would have no taste if it backed up on and spoon-fed him. This book was hilarious. I really liked the narrator's performance. I, for one, am grateful for narrator. He kept my attention for a long, boring story. I not get jokes you were all laughing at. Not funny. Angry Bob have some of it right. Premise was weak. Self-absorbed necromancer is going to go toe-to-toe with the biggest mob boss of them all? This is bullshit. I also really like the brother Horst and all the fascinating characters in the story. I wanted to know so much more than the author was able to tell in one book. I'm with you, Tom. It's like the author read my mind and wrote the perfect story. The caravan through all the towns was diabolical. So much fun! When I found the story amusing, I did not care for it much. The narrator was decent, but not what I would call top-notch, as Jay put it. I also found that there were more issues with the character perspectives and how the author chose to use them. You seem a little salty today, Sir Hector. Well, if so, I'm sure you know why, O Scrooge of the podcast world. Hey, just because someone makes the hard choices. Well, it ain't like you can take it all with you when you ride off into the sunset. Hey, for one blood to bloody try, gentlemen and Jay. Enough digressions. We must stay on target. Does anyone have anything to add before we move on to the voting? No? Good. Why don't you start this one off, Jay? Certainly, Sir Hector. I thought the narrator did a top-notch job. And for that, I'm giving him a 9 out of 10. I'm giving the author a 9 out of 10 as well. I'm only docking one point for the choices he made in how he told his story. I have that. Tom, how about you? Well, Sir Hector, I really enjoyed this audiobook. Great narration and a real cool mind character in The Necromancer. I really liked his coldness to everything. I'm giving a pair of nines for this one. Bob, care to rain on their parade? Rain? How about downpour? I'll give it to them that the narration was good, but this crap story belonged in a comic book rack at the back in the disturbing section. I'll throw the narrator a bone here and give him an 8 out of 10, but the best I'll do for this author is a 6 out of 10, and that's being generous. Thank you, Bob. Menchik, your votes? I fear I am too aligned with this angry little man for comfort. I give the narrator a 9 out of 10. He did very well, but the story was not for me. I not laugh, I not smile. I give him 5 out of 10. That is disturbing, Menchik. Jeffrey? Well, Sir Hector, the narrator was great, and I give him a 9 out of 10. But these guys are all out of line on the story. It was one of the best ones we've listened to. The horror tropes are excellent, and it's hilarious. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Thank you, Jeffrey. I did not think that the narration was fantastic. 
I felt it was a seven out of ten. The story was troubling for me also. I give it a six out of ten. Are you just being overly harsh because you're mad at me? No, as far as I know, you're the only one who's been harsh. Harsh to my budget and harsh to my show! Your show? Your budget? That's what I said? The only consolation here is that my brother's on the outside of this booth, and I fear that also will come with harsh consequences. But, once again, we digress. I should tally the votes here. Here we are. It looks as though Christopher earned 8.5 out of 10 for his performance, and the author, Jonathan L. Howard, earned a 7.5 out of 10 for his efforts. We as a group would like to recommend this audiobook. There's a dark comedy and a worthy effort in telling the tale. From all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, we wish you a good evening and a good night. J.G. Lanchance and Gary Buzzard. Sound clips are from GarageBand, and they can be found in their samples library. We can be found at nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglanchance.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0, unported license. Thanks for joining us.